in today's episode, I am going to talk about values. And the reason why I decided to talk about values is because, well, number one, my students are going through this process now, and it's something that I didn't do for my whole entire life is I didn't have personal, or I didn't know, I everybody has values, but I didn't know what they were. I hadn't sat down to do the work to figure it out. And so it's so critical when it comes to goals. And that's why I titled this, Why You're Failing at Your Goals, because we're either not setting goals because we don't have values or we're setting goals and we're failing at them because they're not aligned with our values. And so you might be thinking, I don't know what the heck she's talking about. So this is an episode that would really be worth you listening to. So we're going to get right to it. So let's do it. Hi, I'm Lori Wright, also known as Not Your Average Grandma. I created this podcast as a place for women in their second half of life to go to to receive inspiration. If you are at a place where you believe your best days are behind you, it is my hope one of these episodes will spark you to think differently and lead you to a new belief that your second half may actually be your best half. I want you to stop seeing your age as a limitation and start seeing it as your superpower. You have years of experience and value that the younger you never had. So it's time to lean into that and use it to fuel your future. No more letting age or circumstances hold you back from the pursuit of a more fulfilling and fun life. The happier we are, the better the world will be. So instead of settling for what you don't want, how about going after what you do want? Listen in and let something you hear prompt you to take the first step in making the rest your best. Welcome to another episode of Living Your Spark Second Half. And this episode about why we feel at goals and having values around goals is so, so critical to being successful at hitting our goals. And I am so passionate about the subject because it's where I went wrong. And so I know from personal experience, I know why we don't succeed at our goals. And it's because we haven't established or are aware of what our values are. And this kind of is a follow-up in a way to my last week's episodes about being who you were born to be and making sure that you're living authentically to who uh, you are and finding out if you aren't sure uh, and, you know, talked about the personality tests and how they can be wrong. So values are a part of who we are. They are really innate to our personality. So when you can identify what your values are, it's going to take you closer. If you're if you're misaligned or you're you're living a chosen personality like I talked about last week, knowing your values is going to steer you in the right direction. And what my mistake was was that my values were always 
because I was a corporate girl, were always my company's values. I didn't know about personal values or a personal mission statement. They don't teach us this in school. But if you want to have a successful personal life, then you need to have a mission statement and values. But today I'm not talking about mission statements. I'm just talking about values. And you can identify what your values are. And I'm going to walk through some of the mistakes that can be made when you either have goals that aren't aligned to your values or you might have the wrong goals. So I hope this will help you to establish a good set of goals that really will help you understand what you want out of your personal life. We just get our whole work identity wrapped up into our personal identity. And yes, I believe that your work should be your passion and what you're here to do. But for a lot of us, we're not there and we might never get there. Say you're in a job and you're like, okay, it's paying the bills. I need to do this. And one day, someday I'll I'll find my purpose. Okay. I get that. A lot of people are there. You can still set up what your values are you can you you have values you're just not living to them probably and you can set personal goals for hobbies and things that you want to do outside of work time and so start there but values are critical to uh you know really feeling like you're connected to the real you And so the best way, I think, to start is to just Google list of values. Just Google and see, you'll get an answer and it's probably going to point you to a blog post or you can tab over to images and there's a lot of photos that have a one-page list of values And so those are just common values. And you can look through the list and start to see, okay, what resonates with me? What resonates? So you start, I would say, like, come up with like your favorite 10, like top 10. And then whittle it down to your top five. Just like make a priority list and priority order this. And I think work backwards, you know, say, say like 10, you you can tell by look at some and say, well, this one's more important than this. So put that uh, put the one that's less important to the side and then go look at the rest that are remaining. This is important than this. So you can kind of weed them out and then add them back in. But you just like by that kind of narrowing down, you can see see really what's important. And maybe this episode will help you with the the first initial ones. What I'm going to do is a follow-up episode on Friday where I'm going to tell you the lessons that I learned from having the wrong ones or not not having them. So not even the wrong ones, not having them. But really, I guess guess you could say the wrong ones were my company's values, right? But not having this complete lack of association that I needed them in my personal life. And what was important to me, what values are, what do I value? What do I value And how do I live my life by those values? So I'm going to tell you on Friday what my values are today and how I align with those. Because I learned 
that I had, I didn't know what they were <laughs> and I had to do that work. And so that's part of the process that I take my students through before they start to find or set their goals before they, um, and all this is part of finding purpose, right? But the values is an, is a, is an early step to that, okay? So we have failed at goals because we're disconnected to why they're important to us. Like I said, values are, are what we value. And so if, your value, if you don't know what your values are and you have goals, and they have nothing to do with your values, guess what? It's probably not likely that you'll achieve your goals because there's no association with what you value to them. It's like a cookie cutter. You're, 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 it's like people pick cookie cutter goals and they're not making goals that are unique to them and what's important to them and who they really are. And so you don't want cookie cutter goals, that's for sure. So I'll give some examples because these are just very common examples, I think, for women our age. So one would be a goal like I want to lose weight or maybe it's I want to eat better. Okay, so that is really kind of the wrong approach because it is a one size fits all, right? You know, everybody wants to lose weight, right? Everybody wants to eat better for the most part. Um, everybody who is feeling like their pants are snug wants to do that. They actually want to lose weight, but they, they, they know in order to lose weight, they need to eat better. But first of all, that's a really boring goal. <laughs> <laughs> and there's really no, and you've heard this probably, the, your why needs to make you cry. I don't know if you've heard that before. That was a thing I, that was a, a big beach body thing. You know, the reason you're doing this work is because it's got a really deeper meaning to it. So goals need to have that too. You need to have a reason, but your reasons have to align with your values. And so what we value, like I said, is a part of who we are. So if you're taking like the, the lose weight example as a goal, could it be that you have a high value in vitality? Could it be you have a high value in healthy living? These are just examples. But what is wrong with what I'm doing right here is I pick the goal first and then I'm trying to pick the values that would line up with that. And that is ass backwards. What you want to do is no, first of all, no, like I said, Google a list, know what your goals or I'm sorry, know what your values are and then fit your goals to your values. Because the goals that are aligned with your values are the goals that you'll stay committed to and you won't give up on. All right, so an example. A lot of my students have a high value of family. It's like one of their top, top value, top five, definitely. So if you're, if one of your top values is family, what goal 
or goals around family are important. So if you want to lose weight, and that's something you'd like to do, well, how can that goal align with the value of family? I mean, just going back to if, if one is vitality, then losing weight would align with vitality. But just so let's say vitality isn't one of them, but like, like say family is. Well, what about family could make your goal something that you're so much more committed to because it aligns with this thing that's important to you? How about if your family will have you around longer if you lose weight? You'll be healthier. What if your grandchildren or your children, depending on how old they are, because younger children tend to run around more, like that's what I'm getting at. You can run around. So if you lose weight, you can run around with your grandchildren. I'm not saying uh, your adult children can't run around, but um, you're more than likely to not be running around as much as you would with little kids. But yeah, that's something you can do when you lose weight. So you need to look for the benefit of the goal, the outcome of the goal that's aligned with the values that are important to you. If you like spending time with your family, if you like running around with, if you want to go on trips and hike and walk places and, and do the things that you can do that, that trips require, then losing weight would be a good goal, right? But if you just create the goal losing weight in a vacuum and it's not tied to anything, then yeah, you're just going to be working from this like pushing yourself from willpower, which isn't going to last long. It's got to come from someplace deeper, someplace in, intrinsic, you know? And so that's what a value is. It's in, inside of you, intrinsic to you. And it's going to drive you. So that's a great example. I mean, the same thing goes with eating better as a um, goal. So you know if your goal is to eat healthier because you're eating too much crap, like I decided I'm just not going to eat sugar anymore. Any, I mean, not special circumstances, but I was getting in the habit of doing it every night. Um no alcohol, right? So made a commitment to do that for 30 days. And now I, I tell you, I'm, I've tapered off. I'm hardly drinking anything anymore. I, I had a drink on my birthday and I had a drink on my daughter's birthday. And that is it since January 14th. So if you are wanting to eat better, what value does it align with? And it could be the same reasons as family that I gave you. There could be other reasons you want to be a role model to your kids or grandkids. You want them to be healthier. You want to teach them how to be healthy so they don't grow up with these bad habits, bad eating habits. But look for the value and then create the goals around the value. Or if you already have established goals and you're just, you're struggling with 
reaching the milestones of that goal. Cause you, you know, some goals take longer and you got to set these little milestones. That's just part of planning out, which I also teach, but the goal is much easier to give up and, and it has a very high likelihood of failing if it's not attached to a value of yours. So another example what I, that I'd give is fun. Fun is a, is a value a lot of people have, but then they don't have any goals around fun in their life. So why, why don't you have a goal that's fun if, if fun is important to you? And you're feeling like your life is not fun. There's nothing going on that you would consider fun. So you need a goal and you need to understand how that aligns with what's important to you and what it's going to give you. What outcome is that goal going to give you? And it becomes very important to you. Another very common value is integrity. So integrity is about truthfulness, Sometimes loyalty, loyalty can be a separate value. Um, it's its its own kind of can stand alone on its own. But if you have a high value of integrity, but you're hanging around with people who aren't operating with integrity, well, that is not going to feel good. So you need to set a goal out of finding a tribe that has more integrity than it doesn't make any sense. It's not going to make you happy if your value is integrity and you're around people who aren't integral. I have a great example about that. So I went to work for a company. And it was run by people who very weren't very integral. I will tell you that I actually, I knew that there were problems in the organization when I went to work there and they hired me as a vice president. So I, I was working with people at the top and very quickly I saw a lot of dysfunction in the way that they ran their business from an operations standpoint and the way they treated their employees. And I inherited this group of people who were going to therapy and had been with the company for years, multiple years, and were going to therapy. And I'm like, there was a problem here. I have at least two people on my team out of five who are going to therapy because of what's happened to them in this company. And the funny thing is, is you think you'd leave or find another job, right? If it's causing you the need to go to therapy, but things like that, you sometimes people just, they, they, they don't get it that they have the power to change that and they think it's them, right? So anyways, <clears throat> that's a whole nother story and topic, but I very quickly realized that this company was not a company I wanted to work for. And the camel or the straw, the straw that broke the camel's back was when I was sitting with my team in the CEO's office in preparation for a client who was coming in from out of town for a big meeting. 
And the question on the table was, and I asked this point blank because there were things going on. There was a, another client who had filed some uh, some legal thing and it was the, the CEO didn't want that word to get to the other client that this was happening. And so, but those companies talk to each other and there was probably a high likelihood that the company that was coming the next day already knew this stuff was going on. So I said, well, if this comes up, what do you want us to say? You know, what is the company kind of uh, talking point? Thinking, you know, of course, we it would be diplomatic, right? It would be it 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 might not be a lot of detail, but it would it would be the truth. <laughs> it would be because uh, I I don't speak untruths. That's not like my style. And so the CEO looked directly in my eyes and and my team there, and he said, "Well, what you do is you lie. You lie." I was shocked. I don't think there was it. I, 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 my, my jaw was on the floor. You probably could have heard a pin drop because nobody said anything. And I thought in that moment, there's no way I am going to work for you anymore. <laughs> you just confirmed all my suspicions about the integrity of this executive team. And I started there in October, and I think this was January, early January. So the next day, I told my boss I wanted to have a cup of coffee. And I told him I was quitting and I was leaving. And I didn't have another job, but I found another job very quickly. And I am of the opinion that when you do the right thing, then you don't have to worry because things will fall into place. But that's just an example of if integrity is a value, then look around. How are you operating in your life? I'm not saying and suggesting that you're out of integrity, but in a way you might be out of integrity if you're not being in integrity with your value of integrity. So you need to know that. Look around. Are you are you working in an office with a bunch of people who aren't telling the truth? Are your friends people who aren't honest? So that's got to take some hard looks at that and and make changes, right? So your number one goal in that case is to get right with integrity and take action. And sometimes, you know, when you're in a job and then you realize this is out of integrity, um, there's things you can do within that job, like go to HR. And there was another company that I worked for where I had to do that and I had to deliver some information anonymously. So I stayed at that company. I just changed divisions in that case. Uh, but you have to take action to do what aligns with who you are at your core and that your values speak to that. 
So another one that I had thought of just, I mean, I was trying to come up with some examples off the top of my head. And one I thought of was maybe, you know, that it, the sounds like it's supposed to be a good thing. And so you should start meditating daily. And so you put that down as a goal. Yeah, I'm going to start meditating daily, but dang it every day. (laughs) It comes and it goes and you haven't meditated. There's no practice that you've instilled because, and, and what does that mean? You're failing at your goal if that was a goal. And so why is it a goal? Why is it important to you? And if it's not important to you, that shouldn't be a goal. Shouldn't have goals just for the sake of having goals. Now, if one of your values is personal development or peace, now those things that are are aligned with meditating daily, improving my mindset, but you have to attach what your value is to that goal and then know what that is going to give you. What's that outcome? What's that goal? Every goal should be measurable. So how are you going to know when you hit that outcome? But if it's, I'm going to learn how to meditate. I don't know how to meditate. I want to learn how to do it. That checks the box of personal development because you're like, you're developing, you're growing from that. But you have to have that connection in your brain to know that it's of some value to you in your personal development growth or that it's going to help you be more peaceful. Then you will want to take the action that will get you to that goal. Does that make sense? I hope it makes sense. So the other thing that I want to touch on besides like you might have goals, you might have set the goals before you really understand your values. So that's kind of a cart before the horse. But once you identify what your values are, those goals might still align. You just have to understand how they align, right? But let's say you find you don't have goals. Like I never had goals and didn't have personal goals. (laughs) They're all company goals. So let's say you're like me where you like don't have really any goals other than maybe a health goal. That was one, always, always lose weight. But what was my value? I never really thought about it. No wonder I had trouble losing weight. (laughs) So what's funny is that when I finally did lose weight and get in the best shape of my life, my goal was because I had signed up to be a Beachbody coach. And so it was almost like my goal became highly valuable because I had to be a role model to other people. So I didn't know at the time that that was a high value was to be a, a great example. Like I, I wanted to be a role model. Um, impact. That's the goal there. Impact. So if I want impact and that's a high value and it still is a high value of mine, then yes, losing weight, getting in shape, being a role model to others, heck yes, does that align. But it had nothing to do with like really losing weight as the like starting point because I tried it before and it didn't work. And so, hey, I finally had a a, a, a value that that thing aligned with. So when you come up with your values, 
do that first. Then what goals would you think you can associate with those values? What goals to instill those values, the activity that you would be doing, the outcome that you would be achieving aligns with that goal or aligns with that value. So let's use family as an example. So, and I'll use my daughter's case as an example, because I talked about her with in the change and like having to go through this huge change that was really uncomfortable where she was moving out of her really childhood city that she's lived her whole life, almost four year, 40 years old. Uh, and she was moving to another city and worried about her kids and how they were going to adjust and all the things, right? Moving into a hundred year old house and, you know, what is, what are they going to find? Once they move in. So, so family is, is a very high value to her, but the goal that she set a long time ago of moving was around increasing her family's happiness, being near her in-laws who are retired, who can help with the family. So what, if your family is a goal of yours, what goal if family is a value of yours, what goal can you set that really is attached to that value? Maybe scheduling more time together, free, like set a week, a weekly, a, a monthly lunch. How about a goal of planning a tr family trip? I did a family trip one year. I, we took my parents and my in-laws, my ex-husband and me, and my our two kids who at the time were like 18 and 19 years old, we went on a Mediterranean cruise. And it was the best experience of our lives up to that point. And they, it was memories made that we'll never forget. And if family is a high value, what about a trip as a goal? And if, uh, you don't have your family close by, what can you do to increase that connection to them? Are there things that you can set up that will make you feel like you have more of a connection with your family if you're not connected with them? And maybe maybe you're not like that close and family's still a high value to you. Well, how about creating your own family? In a, in a new different way, like maybe creating a club of some sort. Um, just have a group of start to seek out people that are like-minded. I know that when I lived in one of my houses, I, you know, moved around a bit, but one of my favorite neighborhoods that I lived in, and I had to move because I got divorced, but it was one of my favorite neighborhoods because we had so many social activities and built a huge family of friends that did things together. And so one of the things we did is had a winos club. <laughs> uh, one of the girls came up with this acronym 
and it was women in need of sipping. And we would get together once a month and we would rotate houses and somebody would host it uh, and somebody would co-host. So somebody would help with the, the hosting and the person who was in charge would be told what the wine was and then would have to pair food, which was sometimes a dinner, sometimes just heavier d'oeuvres, but it, it was always just so much fun. And we actually ended up planning a trip, seven of us, to Napa and Sonoma. And we went for a few days and it was a blast. So I would say is if family is a high value, but there are reasons that for, you know, maybe your family isn't responsive to you. I've had that situation where it's like, oh, my family, I can't get them to, you know, they don't live close and they aren't, you know, talking to me or we're in a fight or whatever, for whatever reason. So maybe, maybe the value is more about connecting, connection, connection with a, you know, you want, we need that connection. And if it's not family we're connecting with, it, most of us, I mean, there's some introverts and connection is not the, not the thing, but I know connection is big for me. I like connecting with other people, especially women my age. So think about that. What can you do to adopt your own family? I mean, there's there's people out there, especially the age we are as we get older, who you can establish really great friendships with and and plan trips and do lots of fun things. So yes, um, what other things? Um, fun, if fun is, and what goal can you have around fun? And it doesn't have to be something that is expensive. It can be something that is inexpensive. I mean, I know fun would be, how about bingo at the at the local fire department? <laughs> um, you know, just an activity like that. But a lot of people, they just, it's easier sometimes to not do anything than to do something, than to take action. But if you do nothing, it's not going to get you the satisfaction that you desire. So it's up to you to take the initiative and take the action on the things that align with your values and set some sort of goals around them. I think the, th the great thing about having goals is they spur you to action. So if you don't have a goal, then yeah, if you don't have a goal, it's easier to sit around and do nothing. But when you have a goal, you have to take action to accomplish it. But if you have a cookie cutter goal, then yeah, you're probably not going to want to take action. But if you have a unique goal that is a, that is aligned, you start with your values. What are my values? Let me create a couple simple goals. Just try it on for size. And you might like it. So just what are a couple goals on, you know, look at my top five values and what kind of, and they'll probably feel kind of exciting and say, okay, I'm going to take action. And then once you start taking action, you're going to create a little momentum that's going to 
you're going to want to take more action. So we get stuck in these bad habits of inaction. And so setting values is a first step to really opening things up, I think. And yeah, you never will. I'm just looking at my final uh, notes here as to what I wanted to say, but you need to have goals in order to succeed at them and not fail that are unique to you and your personality because that is what will matter to you. It's what matters to you or else you'll never really be committed to following through on them. And, and the, what, you're, what you have set as goals, if you have any goals, and, you, and if you have had them, you've probably given up on them because you haven't been able to hit them because <laughs> they're cookie cutter. Um, but yeah, it'll feel like a slog, like a slog, like you're in a big like quicksand. And I think you'll find if you start with values and you go from there, it's going to feel fun. Even if fun isn't one of your values, it'll, it'll probably feel fun. But I'd love to see what you come up with. So email me. I did get an email from somebody recently about uh, my ch Embracing Change episode. So that was so amazing. Thank you. It was love to hear when an episode makes a difference. And so if you take action, if you find out what your values are and you start to take action, please let me know. I love to hear from you. Okay. And then check in on Friday and hear about what my specific uh, values are and what goals I have. I'll share with you. Okay. All right. Have a great week. Thank you so much for tuning into the Living Your Spark second half podcast. If you'd like to watch my guest interviews, you can find the video version of this podcast on my Not Your Average Grandma YouTube channel. Also, you can check out what I have going on at the moment by going to my website at notyouraveragegrandma.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at notyouraveragegrandma. If you like this episode, please mention it to a friend and don't forget to leave a review so I know the topics you like best and can bring you more of that content in upcoming episodes. Last but not least, remember to always listen to that inner voice that will never steer you wrong and make living from the most sparked place possible your biggest priority. When we do that, we make the world a better place.